Hello and welcome to So Divine. I'm Megan Skinner. And I'm Stephanie Galling. And this is our monthly astrology and trope podcast where we take a look at the celestial landscape, what's happening in the stars, all with an eye towards inspiration and helping you to lead a more conscious life. So hello, Stephanie. Hi, Megan. <laughs> hello, October. Here we are, and we are going to dig into what's happening this month. And uh, we think that October is shaping up to be a very transformative month. I think that's actually going to be our theme for the month is transformation. And the reason why we say that is because there's a lot happening with the planet Pluto this month. So let's dig in. Let's start out. Let's start with Pluto. And, you know, the month begins with kind of a big bang, bam, because <laughs> Those are official astrology <laughs> terms, by the way. Exactly. Big bang, bam. <laughs> Pluto go stations to go direct. Okay, so let's talk about that bang, bam. Okay, so the bang, bam, which has been part of our entire year, right? Because Saturn connected to Pluto and Jupiter has been connecting to Pluto. So it's quite the Plutonian year of digging deep, re releasing things, that which does not have vitality, releasing itself, all of that. Big, bam, boom <laughs> things. So on October 4th, so as the month begins, Pluto stations direct. Now, as we say, when a planet shifts directions, whether it's going to go into its retrograde cycle or it's complete with that and it is going direct, the energy of it and the archetypes it represents feel very strong in the collective conscious. Yeah. yeah. So as October begins, <laughs> there is this big bam boom of Pluto energy. And I feel like we come up against those themes of control and power, unearthing the hidden, what's behind the curtain, seeing the struggles for power or the secrets revealed, really needing to look at Again, what either we have been keeping at bay because it's so overwhelming, we can't eat, we feel like we can't even go there, or it's so ugly or dark, and the dark being negative, not that dark, it's always negative way. So it's like the month begins, and we, excuse my language, but we've got to like look at our shit and look at the shit. <laughs> Beep! <laughs> Where's our beeper button? Right. No, but I think you're right. The, the the it has hit the fan for sure. And you know, when I think about Pluto and I think, you know, as it goes direct, you know, and those energies are so forceful, is I also think about the shadow. And I think, you know, you're talking about that with that the inner and the darkness. And you know, we've talked about before about just like that shadow energy 
that just really seems to be up for everybody right now. So maybe let's talk about maybe some different ways that we can work with this Pluto energy in, in a way that's kind of constructive. And I say constructive because it's all happening in the side of Capricorn and Capricorn likes to be constructive. So do you have any thoughts for us about how we could like really work with this energy to help us move forward? Well, I love that too, in terms of, right, Capricorn is about being constructive or constructing things. And Pluto is about deconstructing things. Right, it destroys things, so right. But that maybe that's part of the construction is what can you, right, this is a word that you and I started talking about last year, what can you dismantle mm, in yes. your own life, right? If structures around us feel like they're being dismantled and ones that we have held to, that we believed in, and we might feel a sense of powerlessness or how do we regain our power to fight for those structures, really to see within your own life, what can be deconstructed? What can be dismantled? You know, are there ways that you treat yourself and others? Are there beliefs that you have around your own sense of value? You know, do you have a story running that says like, well, what can I do? You know, what is really up there for dismantling for yourself? And that's where you can really connect to that deep Pluto. What was it? Big, bam, boom <laughs> energy and use it for positive transformation. Yeah, I, I love that you're you're weaving in that in the, the transformation because ultimately, you know, that's what it's really all about, right? And you know, Pluto is ruled by Scorpio. And I mean not Pluto is in Capricorn right now, but natively is ruled by Scorpio. And we are going into Scorpio season mid-month. And so Scorpio is all about that transmutation of energies and death and rebirth, i.e. transformation. And so it's kind of like, what do you need to give a timely death to? What do you need? What needs to die here <laughs> so that you can be reborn? That's the transformation. And I think sometimes it's so easy to get stuck in those shadow energies. And like you talk about, they're maybe so intense or overwhelming. They're hard to look at. You know, it's really looking in that mirror. But we talked about this uh, a couple months ago with the devil card in the tarot, that if you can look at your devils, if you can look them square in the face, it takes away their power. Yeah. So I think this is a wonderful time to be looking at our devils. You know what I mean? Our shadows be brave enough and courageous enough to do that in the name of transformation. Yeah, it's so important. You know, and I think about all these planets in Capricorn too. It's also mm. like both, you know, the shadow and keeping it at bay or the things that overwhelm us or the things that scare us. Like let's not mm. forget about fear when it comes to Pluto, that it doesn't, we don't want to be stuck though. No. Right. We like we've talked about over the last months, like this is really a time that we have to be very aware to like be in action, but be very conservative with our fuel, really like play the long game, 
But at the same time, we need to be in movement and we need to not get stuck. And yeah. so when things surface from out of nowhere, right, our own feelings of intensity are like more news that has you sort of gasp and say, wait, what? Like, how do you not feel paralyzed? Like, we don't want to go into that stuck sort of Saturn or Pluto or even Jupiter and Capricorn energy. So we still feel like we're in movement. And maybe some of that is, again, you're not stuck if you are surrendering, if you are dismantling, if you are deconstructing, there is movement there. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. If, you know, if we're having that moment, you know, to realize that surrender is action, you know, that the surrender is action. And, you know, here you are talking about action and movement. And what that brings to my mind is Mars. Yeah. And this is Mars is another player here. You know, we have the Mars retrograde going on. And then on October 9th, here we go again, because Mars and Pluto have a square, right? And we visited this back in, you're, you're, you're our date person, but I think it was back in August. Yeah. And I, it was August. Okay. And then we're going to have it again in December. So here we have Mars, the action planet. Let's get up. Let's go. Let's move in Aries, currently in retrograde, squaring that Pluto energy. So as you're talking about how do we not be stuck, it's a retrograde, we keep moving forward and transforming. This is tricky business. Yeah, it's definitely tricky business, right? Because, you know, one way it could show up is Mars-Pluto square is like being moving from unconscious motivations, right? Mm, so you're not really right, clear, right. like, what am I going after? And how am I going after that? You're just maybe like stinging, right? And you're just moving mm. out of frustration. So or Scorpio. Like, so, so Scorpio. <laughs> you know, and so I think, again, that is another reason to foster as much awareness, open up to the shadow, look at things so that when you are acting Mars, you are acting with dedication, Pluto, endurance, Pluto, right? And that depth of power, Pluto, as opposed to acting unconsciously from hidden motivations that may run you and then just sort of, you know, cause smoldering and sort of upset in its wake. Smoldering. I think that is such a great word for that combination of Mars and Pluto together, smoldering. And you know, it's also interesting because when you think about it, Mars is the actual original ruler of Scorpio before Pluto was discovered. So that's interesting. So there's your fun astro fact for the month. And then, you know, as we're moving forward, we have more transformation. Uh, as we get more into mid-month, starting around, what, October 13th, we've got some intensity, more intensity. We've got the Mars, uh, excuse me, Sun-Mars opposition. And then on top of that, we've got a Mercury retrograde in Scorpio that begins uh, the same day and runs through November 3rd, which is dun, 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 dun. the election, election day, day in the United which States. I think could be interesting. Yes, interesting would be the understatement of the word. <laughs> Absolutely. Transformative. Transformative, right? I mean, already the election here in the United States is so fraught with 
lots of things to be fraught with, right? So here we have Mercury Mercury stationing, turning direct, you know, lots of news, lots of information, possibly, over, you know, information overload. You know, it just behooves all of us, if we're not early voting, to be very patient and clear and making that extra, you know, dedicating our whole time to possibly standing online because who knows how that's going to go and just not jumping the gun with like the first news that you hear. Um, right. So I think that yeah. that's part of the, I mean, there's other November astrology around that that we could talk about next month. But I think just as a like, uh, uh, looking forward just as the way to plan for November 3rd is important to talk about now. Yeah. And also during the retrograde, because with, you know, Mercury, you know, information, communication, all of that in the retrograde in Scorpio, I mean, it, it the, the, the time before leading up during that retrograde could also be very confusing. Very confusing. And it's, you know, you said before, and you and I have talked about this before, about how when Mercury is retrograde, right, the importance of going slow when you meet and greet information or understanding. And so it's interesting because that layers on a whole, that theme that we've been talking about now for the last couple of months of slow you know, the Capricorn, the Saturn, now a Mercury retrograde, and fast, all that Mars energy. And so it seems really important that still to be very, I guess I'm going to use the word slow again, slow and thoughtful and deliberate, because if we're not, and we sort of have that impulsiveness or we're run by those frustrations of that strong Mars energy, especially that day, right, with the Sun-Mars opposition, it may cause confusion or big misunderstanding. So as much as you can, be in action, but be very deliberate and thoughtful as you are in action. Yeah, and that ties in so well with the, you know, we were talking about Mars and it's in retrograde. And with the Mercury retrograde. And, you know, it's interesting too, you know, here we are talking about what's happening. And I think that retrograde actually could maybe help a little bit. It's in Scorpio, you know, again, those unconscious energies, the deeper parts of psyche's shadow. If, you know, in the retrograde where we do slow down and we, you know, it's a time to reevaluate, readjust all of that you know, maybe the, the Mercury retrograde in Scorpio just gives us more of an opportunity to do that and dig in a little bit deeper. Absolutely. You know, it's also that sense too of like, it's fine when Mercury goes retrograde. It's an opportunity to not take like understanding or information or communication for granted. Ah, right? So yes, instead of just yes. like, going on, going on, going on as we are, especially because of this time in our lives to just say like, wait, is there another way? Is there another way that I can communicate and channel, you know, my desires or my passion or what I feel is right and just? So just thinking too with what you said, like, how can that Mercury retrograde be supportive of that of this time for us yes and maybe even constructive there's that you know there's that word again and you know as we're talking about this during that kind of mid-month uh time with things happening we also during that time have um mars here's mars again and jupiter in a square 
again. We experience, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if we want to give dates or not, but, we, you know, we have this happening again. And we've talked about any time that, you know, Jupiter, you know, is influencing something, it just amplifies those energies, right? And so that will be, you know, a time where stuff may feel really big, especially with those Mars energies and with the Mars retrograde. Most certainly, right? So it's like, I feel like it's like, how do you or us too, right? How do I become an even more conscious warrior? Mm. You know, that Mars and Jupiter, it's like big championing, Mm -hmm. you know, but again, to be, to go slow, to be thoughtful, right? To be, what's the word? Strategic, but not to like cut off like upset or anger or frustration, but to channel that and let it guide you. But again, consciously. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Then just moving forward. You mean there's more? (laughs) (laughs) There's always more. There's always more. I was just going to mention since we're talking so much about Pluto and Mars that, that Scorpio season does start. You know, we move into those energies of Scorpio on October 22nd. And then also um, we have, you know, we're moving towards Halloween and Halloween is on, you know, of course, October 31st. And when I think about Halloween, I always, maybe this is my mystical psychic side, but I always say, you know, the veil is very thin, you know, during that Halloween period. And I think it is a time to be very mindful about, you know, being kind of more quiet and going within and, you know, a great time for ritual and all that kind of stuff. And in the spiritual world, Halloween is actually, you know, the spiritual New Year's Eve. It's with the next day beginning the spiritual new year. So we're already starting to kind of gear down and complete and look for what's ahead. So also just to add a little extra trick or treat to Halloween, we also have a Taurus full moon that day and it's a blue moon. It is a blue moon, meaning it's the second full moon (laughs) of the month. The first being an Aries full moon on the first, correct, right? Yeah. And then we end with a full moon on the last day of the month on Halloween. Yes. And it's not just a blue moon, full moon. (laughs) Halloween moon. (laughs) Halloween moon. This is the trick or treat we've got. It's also conjunct Uranus. So that means it's joining Uranus, Uranus in the sign of Taurus. And Uranus is a planet of surprises and big insights and inspiration and breaking through to bigger potentials. So I think that could be transformative as well. (laughs) For sure. You know, and just I think it's important that, especially as we get to the end of the month and that trick-or-treat Halloween full moon, (laughs) blue moon, um, soulful day of Halloween, uh, that we just keep in the back of our minds or the front of our minds that surprises may occur, that the unexpected and the, you know, the unanticipated, you know, that just to stay bouncy, one of our favorite terms, yeah. right? And yes. and actually, yes. how about this? On this blue moon, consider that things may occur out of the blue. Oh. <laughs> 
Very good. That's so good. Yes. And how do you use that so that, that energy so that you don't feel blindsided or surprised? Like use that constructively. How can I change things up? How can I create some positive detours in my life that day? How can I like, you know, pursue things with a different pattern or from a different orientation? That's the invitation of Uranus. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, it's interesting. It's happening during the Mercury retrograde, you know, and so, and during the Mars retrograde. So again, I think this is just all tied into what we're talking about is just to slow down and be conscious, you know, and just really, really take the invitation to work with these energies. So as we're talking about all of this, I'm, I'm just like all of Twitter because I want to share the tarot card for the month. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> So it's, it's so, it's maybe, you know, oversimplistic, but the tarot card for October that I chose is the death card and the death card is ruled by Scorpio. And we've talked about, you know, in a, a couple months ago, we talked about the other death card of the tarot, which is the tower card. And the tower card is external death or external deconstruction where everything's kind of externally, externally, our, our foundations and structures are becoming dismantled, right? We've been talking about that. What's different with the death card, it's an internal death. It's the restructuring of our internal structures. So what we're talking about here, it's very Scorpio. It's, you know, water sign It's dealing with our feelings, our emotions, our inner psyche. I really look at, you know, the death card is what needs to die. And again, we talk about this with transformation is if we're willing to let it go, if we're willing to let things die, and that's where the rebirth comes from. So this is this very internalized kind of death energy, and it requires you really to go within and take a look at what's not working. You know, what are those habits or behaviors or relationships or situations that need to come to an end? And, you know, the thing about, you know, the death card is it's, it's not like usually something that's like minor or irrelevant. It's, it feels like it's usually some big themes, right? And so the way that you'll feel that is it's usually going to be right in your face. It's not going to be subtle. So hopefully the, one of the great things about the death card is that it's like in your face and that's kind of like ties back in with that bam, boom, Pluto energy. It's like, you can't ignore it. And the only way you really can get in trouble here is if you do ignore it, because then it kind of takes on a life of its own. So that's the death card. I think that it's a very appropriate and also very Halloween-y. And even though we're talking about death, death, you know, always includes rebirth. And at the end of the day, it's always about the transformation. Well, and so that's interesting, right? Because we open the month, as you said, right? And then we close it with Halloween, right? It feels like this almost like 31-day process where <laughs> maybe we can even, you know, I wonder, what do you think about this idea as like something for us to do or to encourage other people to do is like to go into the beginning of the month and actually state and claim for yourself, what part of myself or something in my life do I want to die? Am I willing and ready to surrender. And then mm. you can put that into the crucible of October and just like, you know, focus on that, that that will release so that you can make space for a rebirth to occur. 
Yeah, that's really good, Stephanie. I think we could call it 31 Days of Death. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. 31 (laughs) Days of Transformation. (laughs) Transformation. I love that. So we go in and we really like take a minute every day and look at, you know, what do I need to transform today? What do I need to get conscious about? What do I need to let go of? I think that is a perfect way of walking through this very transformative month. Now, finally, we have some big news here. Okay, we'll edit. And then, and finally, we have some big news here. We have added on the So Divine website a new page, and it's called Latest. And on the Latest page, we have easy access to our latest podcasts, and we also have articles. And we actually have an article on the Mars retrograde and how it affects or how it may play out each of the 12 signs of the Zodiac. So you're going to want to be sure and check that out. Yeah. And in the article, we talk about how you should read for your sun sign as well as your rising sign. And if you don't know your rising sign, of course, you can go to our website and go to the Astro Charts uh, page and you can find out your rising or ascendant sign. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, we, we're just continuing to build the, the So Divine website. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our So Divine newsletter. We actually sent out our first newsletter a couple weeks ago. And that way you can be a part of the So Divine community, you know, stay in touch. And we also might offer some little goodies from time to time. For sure. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, and happy October out there, everybody, and wishing you a very transformative month. Have a transformative month. All the best. <laughs>